This is a special ARM podcast as we speak with session presenters and keynote speakers direct from the show floor at the Music City Center in Nashville for ARM. I'm Bill Claproth. With me is Jimmy Chung, Associate Vice President of Perioperative Portfolio in Providence, and he is also the incoming chair of ARM. His session, Is There a Supply Chain Doctor in the House? Well, we're going to find out. Jimmy, welcome, and thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and congrats on becoming the incoming chair of ARM. Pretty darn cool. So let me ask you this on your session. So I guess what's most important to understand is how do we leverage the leadership position of physicians when it comes to supply chain integration? How do we do that? Well, I want to distinguish the difference between engaging physicians and leveraging leadership roles of physicians. You can normally engage physicians like most most hospitals have learned how to do by looking for physicians who have years of experience or some influence over other physicians, subject matter experts, department chairs, and so forth to lead certain initiatives like standardization of certain implants or certain contracts. But what we really want to look at is how can we really drive further in clinical integration so that the entire strategy of supply chain is focused on better patient outcomes, better value to the hospital and to the community and the patients in terms of both clinical outcomes and cost of care. And so that we can minimize the amount of waste and the amount of excess unnecessary variation that occurs in clinical practice. And for that, you need to have a leader as a physician leader who will actually play the role of medical director who is accountable for those metrics, including clinical outcomes. So how do we create this physician leader role that you were just describing to us? Yeah, I think this is a very tricky part of the equation because most hospitals don't have a budgeted role for a physician to be in this role. And so what they will do is they will maybe borrow the department chair, for example, or a medical director who of a particular service line who is already accountable for better quality. And then talking to them about, well, while you're doing quality, can you also reduce costs? And that's been sort of successful, but I think especially what we learned during COVID, and this is the part of the study that we'll be presenting, is that it actually is more worthwhile for a, an organization to distinguish a role for physicians, whether it's full-time or part-time, to be entirely responsible for delivering a high-value care. And I think for a lot of organizations, this would be really forward-thinking because as we move from a volume-based reimbursement model to a value-based reimbursement model, the attention on the value of care that includes reducing cost and improving quality is going to be on the minds of everyone. And to really spell this out is going to take some level of investment on the part of a supply chain organization. So once you identify this person, this physician leader, how do you integrate them into the CI initiatives at the organization? Probably the easiest way to do that would be to initially introduce them to the value analysis concept, the value analysis team. They need to be trained. The physicians have to be trained. You can't just pull any physician from a practice or even a department leader and expect them to understand all of supply chain. 
because it's difficult for many physicians to look beyond just the impact of their own practice or their own specialty. So it will take some amount of time to invest into training those physicians, getting them comfortable with finances, getting them comfortable with the logistics of how supply chain works so that they have the background education. And then one way to get them really get their feet wet right away is to assign them to a particular category like implants or you know, something that would be important for a particular physician specialty like cardiac or spine. So for someone who's thinking, gosh, I do need this at my hospital, how do they go about creating a value proposition in creating this role? So in my mind, there's several ways of doing that, but it takes the collaboration of the CFO, COO, and the CMO. They actually have to be aligned. And so to create this role, you have to start at the senior leadership level first, where all of the C-suite agrees on the value of creating such a role, such, so that even if the physician actually reports up to the CMO, they are very closely working with the COO and the CFO to work to partner or dyad with the VP of supply chain. And that dyad role will be critical for making sure that they are helping each other reach the goals of their clinical integration programs. Well, this physician leader role sounds like something that more hospitals are going to be incorporating in the future. And thank you for talking to us about this. Is there anything you'd like to add, Jimmy? Yeah, I think one thing to add is that, again, from last year, we learned that a lot of hospitals are already starting to do this. And so what we're presenting is not just a concept, but also the results of some of the hospitals whom we surveyed on what they thought of having such a role, what they're compensating, not the exact numbers, but you know that they actually created roles that are being compensated and what their responsibilities are and how important they felt their roles were. So we'll have a very robust discussion on the long-term effects of these roles in large organizations and what the value that they saw in having such a physician leader. Yeah, this is a great topic and a dynamite session. Jimmy, thank you for stopping by and talking with us today. We really appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you. And that's Jimmy Chung. And for more education like this, please go to the ARM Knowledge Center at arm.org slash knowledge center. Thanks for listening.